All right. Thank you very much, Kaylee. We've got John Kingston joining us now. And John, we've got a story that has a lengthy history to it, but a new wrinkle in uh, Warner Trucking and an accident that happened back in 2018 is now back in the news because of an appeal and a different legal spin being taken here, which uh, I want to get to in a second. But uh, obviously, what's what's the latest with this in terms of a large judgment going against Warner and them obviously trying to fight it? Well, the, legal, the, the, the history here is that the accident happened right after Christmas 2014. Terrible, terrible accident. Truck was driving along Interstate 20 near Odessa, and a car cut across the median, a car with a family of, of four people from the same family and, and a driver, uh, and slammed into the truck, which had mostly stopped by the time that it was hit. The weather conditions were awful. Uh, one kid was killed. One boy was killed. He's about seven. A girl was left a quadriplegic. Two other family members were uh, badly hurt. Uh, the driver actually seemed to appear to be pretty much unscathed. That led to a, ver- a verdict of a, a, a judgment of about $90 million in 2018. That's grown to over $100 million with interest. Um, the appeal of that was handed down in May, and it affirmed the lower court decision. But it affirmed it. It was it was a tight vote. It was a 4-3 vote on the NBank uh, appellate court. And Werner, you know, it's interesting that this hasn't settled. This has gone all the way now to the Texas Supreme Court. And I think that Werner probably looks at the dissents put handed down by uh, handed down by three of the judges. I think maybe there were two written dissents and says, you know what, this is a solid argument that we might be able to get some traction with uh, at the higher court. Now, I'm going to sit here and tell you, admit it right up front, that me explaining the legal arguments here is can be rather difficult. They it's complex. I mean, one of them involves the charge that the lower court judge gave to the jurors and what they should consider. Uh, another is the question of uh, whether uh, it's, some, it's called the, omi- the the admission principle, and uh, where where Werner has already admitted liability, but liability was sort of added onto that. Um, and then there's also the question of uh, with the 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 the, ver- the verdict against the driver, the truck driver, who really wasn't doing anything wrong except that he was maybe going a little bit too fast, and still got this huge judgment against him. Remember, it was the driver of the car with the family that cut across the median strip and slammed into the truck. The argument here is that if the truck was going slower, um, given the conditions, it might not have been as bad an accident. So this is a lawyer's delight. This is a really, you know, significant legal questions here. uh, And it is now uh, before the Texas Supreme Court. It's interesting, this case, John, because a lot of the debate just has to kind of deal with how much blame you are willing, or the jurors in this case, are willing to assign to these certain parties, right? And it's very much almost kind of subjective. There's not a very objective way to look at this because, of course, there was nobody sitting, there was no juror sitting on the side of the road saying, ah, yes, I see that this is happening, right? It's all about the argument in kind of a who's who situation. When this is ultimately settled, as it goes back now after this appeal, do we look at this possibly setting precedent for what it looks like for other nuclear verdicts, especially in the state of Texas going forward? And is that maybe why Warner is attempting to continue this legal battle is simply for that precedent to really kind of establish a baseline and maybe try and combat some of this nuclear verdict that we've been seeing? Well, yeah, I, you're right in the sense that if, if there are precedents set, it might not necessarily extend beyond Texas because the questions here are, the, are the, you know, the blame is an issue here. Werner was assessed 70 percent of the blame. And a lot of what they were assessed was uh, what what the juror felt was a lack of control over the driver. The driver had only been on the job like seven days, something like that, or three weeks after getting out of training. Uh, there was a feeling that they 
that there was not enough restriction, enough guidance that he shouldn't be driving as fast as he was, uh, even though records show that when he applied the brakes, that he applied the brakes immediately and stopped in like half a second. Uh, he was going at about 43 miles an hour. So, yeah, this, uh, there are a lot of legal issues here that I think that probably could be uh, viewed as, as having precedent going forward. But like I said, 4-3 uh, vote, or is it 4-3 or 5-4 vote in the appellate court? I think Warner thinks that really all it needs is, you know, kind of that sentiment to prevail plus one uh, here at the Texas Supreme Court, and maybe they'll have this case thrown out. And then maybe at that point, rather than go back to the lower court, then maybe there's a settlement at a much lower number. John, it seems like ludicrous if you have a car or if a truck running at 43 miles an hour. Granted, that's still a large truck and it's got 80,000 probably pounds coming behind it there as well. But also there's the fact of the fact of the matter that there was black ice. And we're talking about, uh, you know, another another uh, driver was saying he had to go between 10 and 15 miles an hour to be considered safe on that particular road there as well. So this isn't just, uh, you know, the, the simple accident happening there as well. The environment had a lot to do with this as well. Well, the environment absolutely had a lot to do with it. One thing that really wasn't made all that clear, even in the lower case, was why the driver lost control of the vehicle. Was he going too fast for the conditions out there? Uh, all the focus seemed to be on the Werner truck uh, and the, and how fast he was going. So uh, the the issue of, of whether the driver driving the family uh, was going too fast and, and why did they lose control isn't really an issue. I mean, he crossed about a 40-foot wide median, grassy median, uh, to get to basically end up in the wrong lane and smash into the truck. And John, one other thing to to kind of consider here as well is is the the, the different legal aspects. And we're we were going to have Matt Leffler on to try and parse this a little bit more, but the legal aspects also can say that uh, one, uh, there is the statute that uh, that you in Texas, I believe, you cannot at least when a car comes across the the median. There is some level of liability that must be assumed to by the person that crosses the median that causes an actual accident, and then uh, that also being uh, the fact that that Warner didn't use this defense before uh, in in using this appeal. In other words, they're trying to change their legal tactic. Uh, this seems a little bit out of out of sorts of the way it should have gone in the first place before it went to the original thing, and now of course the, to the Texas Supreme Court. Well, two things. First of all, the driver of the car that the family was in did get assessed some blame. I think it was about 14 percent. Um, Werner got 70 and uh, the driver, uh, Mr. Ali, got the, the remainder. Um, the, the arguments that Werner is making here, they actually kind of were making uh, some of them. They were making down at the at the appellate court level. But I think now what they're, they're also fueled by some of the arguments that were in the dissent. The, the dissent of the of the appellate court decision. So they can kind of add that to their arguments. And again, these are very legalistic arguments about the, the charge of the lower court judge to the jury, that sort of thing. So those, I think, were part of the appeal, a uh, part of the original appeal. And now added on with the, the dissents that the uh, that the appellate court judges put, this really kind of is the gist of the Werner argument. So, John, now going forward, are we looking at Warner eventually having to pay if they lose this appeal, or is this coming out of an insurance payment? What are those next steps following if it goes against their favor? Yeah, Warner in its uh, Warner in its in its 10K uh, a few months ago, which just coincidentally came out right about the time of the appellate court decision, uh, gave a figure for what it was going to 
to, to owe what, what its sort of cash liability was. And I think it was like maybe at the most 10 million. It might have even been less than that. So check me on that. Um, no, this is not like a massive outlay uh, for Warner. They're not going to have to lay out $90 million from their cash holdings to pay this. Yes, this is covered by insurance, but it's obviously that it can, can affect the company's insurance rates going forward. So there's not a lot of cash payment still that Warner is going to have to make as a result of this, even if they lose down the line. It's going to be really a tough situation for both Warner and, of course, the family, obviously, as they were. Uh, John, you've got Drilling Deep coming up on Fridays. What you got coming up? Well, I've act, just coincidentally, I'm inter- interviewing a driver from Warner, uh, <laughs> as well as his operations manager, um, who recently hit 5 million accident-free miles which I think is an amazing uh, achievement. That so is- we're going to talk about how he did it and also talk about, I mean, this is very ironic, um, talk to the Warner executive about what they do to get drivers who can go 5 million miles without an accident. Just total coincidence. You know what? Sometimes coincidences happen for a reason. <laughs> John, thank you for joining us this morning. Great to hear from you as always. Okay, thank you. All right, let's send it over to the wall for our research corners. Tony Wolvey awaits with it. <laughs> 